everyone. Welcome to The Next Level, a podcast from the Team Performance Institute. Here we provide actionable insights on modern leadership and team development, driving higher levels of organizational performance and life empowerment. I'm your host, John Sanchez. Join me and my team as we take you on the journey to the next level. Live. Great. And welcome to the next level, everybody. It's John Sanchez. I'm here in our new studio. Excited about this um, and excited to bring everybody around this. I am fired up today because I'm with two of my very, very best friends. Uh, Dr. Norma Fiadotin is with us, a clinical psychologist for 20 plus years, an incredible friend and person to be around who's helped me extremely in my life. has been also a coach and coaches for the Institute as well as Lacey Slackey, who's been a great friend, and she's a part of our development team here at the Institute, uh, a coach trained at um, the college, executive, I'm sorry, College of Executive Coaching, <laughs> as well as Georgetown. And Norma has been trained and CTI, uh, to the Coaches Training Institute, both ICF certified coaches. Uh, and that's our topic today, is, is coaching. Um, when I first started in starting Team Performance Institute years ago. I was hopping from city to city and working with C-level executives, CEOs, and I found consistently that each of these great executives had coaches. There were people on their team or that had been around them that were working closely with them on a day-to-day to help them in leadership and help them in development. And it was all new to me. I was like, what? At first, I was like, what is a coach? Like, what are you talking about? They start talking about their coach. Like, what are you talking about? These coaches, I was picturing like, you know, soccer coach or something. And I recognized that there's this whole world of executive coaching and it came into my world. And once I started to recognize this, I looked into it. I became a coach. I went through the same training that Norma went through. And it was such a powerful experience. And now I find it as one of the greatest things we can do and probably the highest impact we can have with folks, with our clients is to help them through our coaching and um to help them out but you know a lot of questions is like what what is coaching you know like wh- what is coaching and how does it work and what's it all about and, and, and more than ever in times like we're, we're in right now you know how does it help how does it help others so um long intro there everybody um and i'd like to you know you know start with um you know, start with you guys, Lacey, Norma, like maybe, you know, make this as conversational as possible to help everybody understand, you know, what is, what is coaching? <clears throat> so what do you guys think? Lacey, Lacey, kick us off. Thanks for, thanks for having us. Thanks for not telling Norma that she'd been, or telling the audience that Norma had been uh, doing that for a million years, as practiced, <laughs> which was a little offensive, um, but it's really good to be here. I, um, I I respect and love both of you so much. So thanks for having us. Um, You know, for coaching, when people ask what it is, it's really interesting because most people have no foundation of knowledge or or basis understanding. They very much refer back to their their high school soccer coach or or whatever that that last experience might be. Really, coaching is about partnering with a client in this creative process that's very much directed by the individual that inspires them to grow in truly uh, authentic ways to them. So because it's it's client directed, that growth, there's no metric, there's no path. The path is created by the client and the coach together. 
and it can be growth in a personal way or a professional way. And the overarching goal, of course, is that the the coach improves the the life of that person in some very real and measurable way. I think that is the goal. Any coach that you talk to would say they want it to be real. They want it to to be measurable. They want to make that difference in, in that person's life. And that's pretty much why we do it. We're all committed to that authentic growth for our clients. Norma, is there anything that I'm missing in that foundational explanation? It's fantastic. Fantastic. That's perfect. And thanks. Thanks, John, for having me on. I love being here with <clears throat> with two of my favorite people. Um, yeah, you know, the definition I some some to add to that definition, Lacey, is what my clients often will say is it's a gift they give to themselves. You know, with our busy lives, very few people have the time or take the time to just sit and reflect, gain self-awareness, be more conscious about their perspectives. Um, and oftentimes this is the only hour they take to really just, am I on the right path? Am I doing things that fulfill me? Am I working within um, with my values? Am I going in the direction I want to go? Um, what's stopping me and, and how do I work on those things? Um, and, you know, it's not magic, but Lacey's absolutely right. There's absolutely very real and powerful outcomes that come from coaching. Um, and it's from having that safe and trusted partner who sees your superpowers um, and only wants what, you know, to help you be more genuine and real and um, in your own life and present in your own life. So that yeah. partnership is amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah, Lacey touched on it. Norma, you did too. It's a, it's about a partnership. There's certainly great outcomes and we've, we've experienced them. Um, Lacey, you touched on something uh, with, with your comments around, it being client directed, like what, no, what does that mean? Like, how does that work? I mean, how does that work, you know, from a, in a, in a coaching environment, we say it's client directed. What does that mean? Right. So part of our job as coaches is to ask the tough stuff, right? It's to, it's to really dig deep in, inside that individual, see them as an individual, not a person filling a job description to understand the ways that they want to grow. So perhaps, you know, in an office environment, let's say there are um, some wickets that somebody needs to achieve to get to the next role that they, that um, is in that path. But what if that individual, what if their path feels different to them? What if they're imagining a different, uh, a different next stop on their journey? And I think that is, that's part of creating that authenticity in that partnership is to understand those values and, and, uh, what is meaningful to that individual so that they can plan a growth that means something to them. They might not want that next stop. They might want two stops up or they might want to diverge their path a little bit. But by making it a very personal and authentic um, way of growing, either in a personal or professional you know, environment, um, that that means more to, to that individual. And that's why um, that's why we want it to be in accordance with that client directed uh, nature of the of the yeah. progression. Yeah. You know, Lacey, um, you're really making me think about um, the definition of success. Right. And so you're talking about the wickets at, at work. There's some sort of external. This is what success looks like. And the truth is, what success is varies per person. What success is for me in my life and you're, you and yours and John and his are going to be very different. And so our fulfillment, our joy, our happiness is going to come from 
being okay with our own, you know, being aware of and okay with our own version of success and then building a life that is in alignment with that. Um, and like you said, sometimes that's going to be a different path than they thought it was originally or different than what others wanted for them. But that's that partnership, that authenticity is what's right for you in your life. Um, yeah. And only the individual knows. The coach, nobody on the outside can know what's right for them. So Yeah, that's right, Norm. I, I really like that, too. When we talk about how you and I were both trained, it was, I think, in CTI, it's, you know, holding the client's agenda. Some people look to coaching or look to the institute here as, like, a place where we will tell you, like, how to do your job or how to do better. How, you know, this is, clearly, it's not one of those things that we're, like, it's not – coach directed, it's client directed. We feel that, you know, our clients that are going through this are all whole and they are able to come up with the the answers themselves. We're help help direct them through that. Norma, you you'd mentioned too in the power of slowing down or having that hour, you know, uh, I think that's all so important too. And I think it's an investment that, you know, the folks that we get to coach never get, right? They just never, nobody ever slows down. Um, yeah. Can you talk to us about that a little bit about the power of slowing down or what you've seen from some of your, you know, from some of your clients? Yeah, that that's actually one of the things that I would say 90% of my clients talk about is this is their one hour that they put themselves first in, right? <clears throat> the one time that they slow down to really think about where do I want to spend my time? You know, what's real for me? What's in my way? Um, how? What's possible? Uh, where do I want to go? And, you know, we talk about at work, you should be spending a certain percentage of your time on strategy. Um, but people don't put that time for themselves in their own strategy, in their own life strategy. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's really a gift they give themselves. And some of my clients it's almost like they feel guilty taking a t you know time for themselves, um, and then they realize that they've earned it. They deserve that time, and um, it really is sometimes the only hour they have that's ab about themselves um, and thinking about how do I bring more joy and fulfillment into my life. And why is it why 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 do we always feel guilty for slowing down? I know, right? I know, right? <laughs> it's crazy. Um, talked about what coaching is, you know, maybe talk about what, what it's not like, what, what is, you know, what, you know, can we, can we define coaching from the other side? You know, if you want to, either you want to handle that question, what is, what's it not? Well, one of the things, one of the things about what it's not is it's not a place to go. If you just want to vent rant or stay stuck. I mean, it's just really not like if you're telling a story that isn't like, moving you forward or helping you understand something in a better perspective and you're just venting and ranting and you're not moving anywhere you know the coach is likely to interrupt you and and ask you a great question that deepens your understanding of that like well why is this important or what is this story telling you um because they're, they're not going to let you just rant and vent and, and stay stuck because that's not what you know people ultimately want um it's also kind of not therapy, right? Although one's history and experiences definitely informs coaching as one's history, you know, informs, you know, your perspectives, your beliefs, your fears, your, your excitement, your enthusiasms. Um, it isn't the focus of coaching, right? It's not therapy. It's not 
you know, uh, a focus on mental illness. Um, it's not a focus on your history. It's really about how do you bring all of this you into yourself and into your future. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's also not a place you go if you want someone to tell you what to do. <laughs> right. And right. I think you mentioned that, John. It's like, we're not going right. to hear tell you what to do. Like, this is really right. about helping you find your own wisdom and your own voice. Um, right. Those are the three things that come to mind for me about what it's not. <clears throat> I love that. I love that, Norma. First of all, the very clear distinction that it's not therapy. The way I like to think about it is, uh, you know, therapy is looking backwards and identifying maybe something that's happened in the past and, and understanding that effect. What I love about coaching is it's very much looking forward. We're, we're partnering together to look forward, look ahead in your in your life, your positive psychology and all kinds of mm-hmm. um, different tenets that we can bring into the practice. Very forward looking. It's not all about looking into the past. Um, I also love the idea of coaching not being for people who are, who are not willing to grow or be challenged a little bit. We definitely ask the tough stuff. We ask, that's our job is to ask the tough questions. So if you don't want to put some time in, if you don't want to be challenged a little bit, uh, and if you don't want to do the work in between sessions, because there will be a little bit of either, it might might be a lens through which to view a problem a little differently. It might be, you know, an action plan that you created for yourself. Whatever it is, there's very important things that happen between the time we spend together. Um, If you're not in for that, then coaching is definitely not for you. Right. I think some of our, that's a good point, ladies. I think some of our clients really actually enjoy that aspect of it is like, look, I, I want to be held accountable. I do want that challenge. I'm trying to make myself, you know, trying to get better, but it's not something that I'm fully doing on my own, or I just haven't had that, just that impetus to get it over that line. And it's just helpful. A lot of times it's seeing blind spots, right? Like, oh, so this is what's holding you back mm-hmm. from that. Um, going back to your comments, this is what was best when I first started learning about coaching, I actually asked the question, like, what's the difference between therapy and coaching? And somebody told to me really well, actually, it's one of our coaches, Elliot, who said, okay, so therapy is like, you know, you uh, you fall off your bike, right? You're, you're going to ride your bike, you fall off your bike, and the therapist is going to talk to you about all day long about how to get back on that bike, what happened, you know, what, you know, how we can deal with, with the accident. Uh, coaching is getting on a bike, you know, with your coach, you know, side by side, riding bikes together and talking about the path, just discussing what's happening, what you're seeing, which which road you want to take, which angle, going a certain path, deciding hmm, how, how did that feel? What did that look like? And is that the path that you want to go in life? It was really like, that just kind of set it, you know, set the stage for me. Um, yeah. What have been some of like, so I've had some, it, I've, you know, I've personally, when I started through this process, I, I got a coach and it's helped me out significantly. I got to say, I'd never be in where I am now hadn't been for the two or three coaches I've actually had along the way um, to help me. What have been, I don't know, what have been some of your like favorite coaching moments? What are some of the things that stick out to you either from getting coaching or from um, administering coaching and being a coach to somebody. What are some of those big like aha moments for you guys that have come across that were like, wow, like that was really cool. So I'll take a stab at that. First of all, there's so many shared milestones, right? This is a very deep and real relationship that develops. So 
Um, there's so many. I'm sure Norma will will share some. But there's so many that we could uh, we could bring to this conversation because we're a partnership. We're in this together, and you you just get this uh, deep feeling of gratitude for being witness to somebody going after a goal and achieving it. There's just really nothing like it. But I had a really interesting moment last week. Um, that was one of the most impactful aha moments that, you know, of my, of my coaching career where I had a client say, as we were wrapping up, our, you know, our, our last session, I feel like I see the world in color right now where it was so black and white before. And I mean, I could almost get emotional talking about it right now. I don't think I had ever um, imagined a response like that, but that was important for them. Right now, they're they're taking that and creating an image or something for them to take with them that will, will remind them of that color that they see now and, and keep going in the future on this path that they created for themselves. Yeah, and, and thanks for that, Lacey. And one thing I should, I guess I was, you know, that's a tough question for me to throw out and ask because the aspect of coaching is very confidential, right? Like the relationship between coach and client is 100% client protected. Like it's lawyer, uh, client, it's doctor, patient. Like, you know, um, these moments, although we love to try to share, each of us love to share in our coaching practices, like, and then this happened. It was so <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, A lot of those we can't share. Um, but I've personally gone through, you know, a few epiphanies myself. And I started to realize like, wow, what we're doing and how we're impacting and how we can go forward and how I can move forward. And then, man, some of my big, big epiphanies were what my blind spots were as my coach would point out to me, Hey, you didn't do your homework on this one. <laughs> and, and, and it wasn't like calling me out that I didn't do my homework. I was like, let's discuss why you didn't do your homework. Let's go around. Like the, I gave you this challenge and you didn't fulfill that challenge. Let's go a little deeper as to the why on that one. So that was for me, like those are real big moments. I don't know, Norma, I, I'm sorry I kind of threw that question out because it's an unprompted question around like your big aha moments in coaching. But, um, you know, obvious, of course, maintaining confidentiality with our, you know, with our clients. So do, you have, do you have anything that you'd like to share on that? Yeah, I, I would entirely agree with what Lacey, you know, how Lacey opened the last session. It really is. It's a gift that we're allowed to witness. I mean, it's it's such a gift that people give us. Um, and it's it's something that well, I'm not going to go into that, but, you know, I do, you know, in general, because I don't want to tell any particular stories, what's really neat to see in general for, as an example is people realizing they don't have to be one or the other. They don't have to be who I am at home and in my life and who I am at work. And what I've seen is when people integrate and realize they can be fully authentic, even in the workplace and how that authenticity actually has allowed them to um, achieve, you know, the next level in their careers, get promoted, um, build better relationships. Um, that's on something that I find incredibly um, powerful because not only does it help them from a career standpoint, but it also makes them um, be more, feel more authentic and engaged in the workplace and, and, feel more true to themselves instead of feeling they have to play a role. They can just be themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, it's like, what, you know, what I love about the coaching part is it, it's watching somebody go like from a bud to a, an opened, you know, face to the sun, gorgeous rose. Um, and we engage with people at different levels of that opening. 
Um, but, you know, watching them kind of unfold into themselves and then be this beautiful um, self at the end yeah. is, is just is just gorgeous. And so that, was, that authenticity is part of it. And I think one of my favorite parts there, Norma, is that was always there, right? So like, you yeah. know, you kind of already see that was that's always been there. And then all of yeah. a sudden they, they, they actualize into it. And you're like, ha ha, it was yeah. always there. It's so yeah. fun. I, you know, so when, when you said that, it made me think about um, what I like to say when I'm working with with clients is it aligns your values, what you say you value with your actions mm -hmm. and actually right. what you do. So time and time again, we'll say, hey, we, we value these things. And then day in and day out, week, week in and week out, we meet with our coach and say, here's what I've been doing. And the coach will say, well, it, are your values aligned with your actions? And once that alignment occurs, it's a, it's mm -hmm. a better sense of fulfillment, uh, life fulfillment, like you said, and I think you articulate it better than I around, Hey, you're not just one person at home and one person at work, or it's hard to separate those things, especially, especially right now. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think what you were mentioning about the values is, you know, I, it's been about at least five years, I think, um, I did that exercise for myself. I, you know, I was burnt out working too much, doing too much, volunteering too much and just burnt. Mm -hmm. And and I sat down and did that values exercise and then looked at all the things I was doing and I called it down. Um, and I started saying no and, you know, kind of right sizing my life to, to my values and my purpose. Um, and it was a very powerful experience. And that's the kind of thing that we do in coaching. I'm just sitting here thinking of all the terms, like the description of the sun and the fact that you just mentioned, you know, that rose blooming into the sun or the colors that, um, and I did ask permission from that client. She was, um, she said I could mention that she was, it was a military transition and it was difficult for her to understand how to map those values to her path ahead. And those values became truly the colors that she described. And so I did ask her permission to share it because I think I'd never heard it in such a, um, a visual way. But as I think about what you had just shared, Norma, and then this client, you know, the client in our final session together had shared, you start to get a, an understanding for why we're in this, <laughs> why we love what we do, love it. why we love to be around people who are open to that kind of uh, of growth along the path that they determine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very, very powerful. You've both coached significantly um, over this year, but over the years at the Institute as well. And I mean, <laughs> I was thinking about the feedback that we've had from e each of your coaching sessions has been just so, so strong. Uh, <laughs> I know you hate me talking about this, but it's, it's one of my it's one of my favorite things to do is was to go and check in with clients and say, how's it going? You know, are you getting what you want out of this coaching relationship? Is it working? Is there anything you want more from your coach? Anything, you know, we want to shy away from or is there a new direction to take it? You guys have just crushed it. Um, Thank we you. Start, you know, we start with an assessment when we do coaching. Uh, initially, I didn't. Initially, I just jumped into coaching with new clients, um, but we do an assessment now. You guys want to talk a little bit about like how that's a helpful, like, you know, starting point and how we, you know, how you, we utilize um, our assessment. And I'll tell you just to get everybody on the same page. It's a, it's a behavioral assessment that kind of you know, looks at, you know, um, where you're standing right now uh, in terms of your current position 
in leadership or in sales or in whatever industry you're in. And it kind of helps us, you know, get a head start on. You guys want to talk a little bit about, you know, what it's like to start with a client, reading their assessment and kind of going through, like I say, I'm, I'm new to the system. I have no idea. I take this online assessment and I'm kind of walking in and I'm a little bit, a ah, little bit nervous. Like what is this going to be like for me? Sure. I, I can take a, a stab at that. Um, so the, the great part of assessments is that for me and Norma might, might echo this, it's as much about the individual's reaction to what the assessment said um, and their, their beliefs in, in either the accuracy or how that might be showing up in their own life um, as, as much as what the paper says. So I was just with a client, you know, and, and I watched their reaction to it to understand what might fit into the path that they would plan ahead. So any assessment, and there's a variety that you can, um, that you can utilize for kind of the foundation of, of that uh, relationship, coaching relationship, any assessment can be helpful in that way. There's no pass or fail. There's no fitting in. Um, it's more uh, somebody saying, oh yes. So I, I saw that I was maybe a little bit um, lower on my risk tolerance. And that's something that I would really like to work on. Or I don't agree with that. I'm fine taking the risk. It's that's, you know, and then they start to describe an example of the environment that they're operating in. So for, for me, and, and I can't wait to hear you know, Norma's take on that, the assessment is incredibly valuable, but perhaps not in the exact way that you might think. Mm -hmm. I would echo everything that Lacey said. I don't know if I can add anything. Um, yeah. Just it's it's really it's an opportunity to do a very quick um, get you know get the client to really be yeah. reflecting on themselves, what fits, what doesn't fit, and what's important to them and what's not important to them yeah. um, that gets you started. That's right. It's a great starting point. And then so from assessment, we go into goals and objectives. We talk about what's important to them and how we can build out that. And then we go into the coaching process, which is, you know, six months. And then we get into kind of the end and maybe mm -hmm. to help round out a round out this discussion on coaching. You know, as we as we finish up, you've been with these clients for like six months. You did the assessment, you talked about, you know, their goals and objectives, and then you actively coached them. What have been some of, I don't know, the outcomes or your favorite things that you've heard or seen as you are, you know, coming towards completion with with coaches? What are some of the things that you've seen along the way that like Lacey's moment where like all of a sudden, man, we can see it in color all of a sudden. Um, you know, I'll share with you one of mine as I was completing with, with a client, they, they were kind of heartbroken that we only had like one or two sessions left, wanted to continue with more, but then found themselves in months later in a promotion and came back and found, found me and said, wouldn't have been possible, right? Wouldn't have been possible without, and it wasn't just coaching. It was like, it was their own process. It wasn't, I would like to say it wasn't me, but it was their specific things that we talked about on how they showed up and how they, and who they were and, and how much more comfortable they were like in that position. Mm -hmm. so I don't know if you guys can share outcomes or things that, you know, you've seen uh, with clients since they've left or since they've, you know, you've, you've brought them through completion, the completion phase. So I, with keeping confidentiality again, I would say um, there are moments where Norm and I probably get an email 
that describe just the update, the idea that this person would take time to say, hey, this is happening for me right now. Remember when, and they'll share a little bit about a conversation. Remember when I said I wanted to travel two weeks a year and I wanted to, for it to be in the, you know, in this specific region. And I wanted a job where I was home more because I learned through the pandemic that I actually like to be home more than I thought. Guess what just happened? And they'll send a, an update. I think those update emails, both the nature of the relationship that causes them to want to reach out, number one, mm -hmm. uh, that describes a little bit about the, the depth of the bonds that you form with a coach. But number two, I'm listening to them tell me about, um, the realization of things that they shared with me that were just little seeds at the time, but that they basically, keeping with our plant <laughs> analogy, they watered, they grew, they kept it going because it was authentic to them. I think those are the most gratifying outcomes that that um, I have experienced in this um, in this position. And I, I think there is, there is none that are greater than others because you uh, develop these relationships where you get to hear people really plan a way ahead that fits them. Yep. Norma? That is beautiful. That is absolutely, I, I'm not going to add anything to that. I, I just want to say. <laughs> the plan you know, analogy. <laughs> I, it's great. It's great. I mean, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't add anything, but what I, I do want to just say is like what a gift, I, I, it's not only a gift that they give to themselves as coaching, but what a gift they give to us. Um, yeah. You know, what What amazing it is that we get to partner with people and and allowing and, and just supporting them as they go through that process. Yeah. Uh, that couldn't, Lacey, I'm just, I'm, I'm bowled away by that example. It's just so beautiful. And how you described yeah. it, it, is, it was authentic. It was their own seeds. It was... You know, and it, and they manifested it. I, I don't have anything to add. That's just awesome. It's totally lacy. We always it's need totally lacy. Yeah, love it. Love it. I ask, you know, so we'll close we'll close out this this little podcast on coaching, and I really appreciate your time, Norma and Lacey, on all this. Really, you know, every every time we get together, I, I end up smarter. Uh, I feel like I'm a better person, and I really appreciate each each of you sincerely. What I always ask closing out on a podcast is if you could go back to your younger self, give yourself some advice, you know, what would you, what would you give yourself advice? I'm going to give you, I'll give you that question, but I'll also give you the option of this question as well. Like the, the question that I normally give is like, if I could go back to myself and, you know, and, and give myself advice 10, 15, 20 years ago, what, what advice would I give myself? But I, I, I could throw in another option on this one is, if you could get go to yourself before you ever were introduced to coaching, mm -hmm. okay, before the idea of coaching was ever there, and to say, "Hey, you're about to, you are about to experience coaching." This is, you know, what would you tell yourself about it if you were to go in like that first step? So either question, totally up to you. You guys, want, whoever wants uh, to go first, I definitely want to hit this one first. Yeah. Um, Do it because yeah. I. I <laughs> Oh my God. It's like, if I could go to my younger self, you know, like in my twenties and I would just say like, be humble, be vulnerable and start coaching now. Like you don't have to do it for the rest of your life. You know, you, even it's so powerful that sometimes even a three month or a six month, you know, engagement, it's just life opening 
it's life affirming, it's life opening. And I wish I had been coached at a younger age um, and um, have learned the power and the beauty of being a learner, um, of, of challenging myself, of uh, exploration. Um, I wish I could, I wish I could have just done it for longer. That's all. Um, yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that, Norman. You've taken in your your professional career has taken so many different turns in, in, in coaching itself, like being a clinical psychologist, then getting into coaching. Like you've coached in so many different levels, so many different sure. clients, so many different ways, and people. Whether it's like helping CEOs figure out like ascension and figuring out who belongs on what team, or just helping you know major executives do something, or just really coaching friends as as you have with me. Over, the, over many, many years, <laughs> which I appreciate. Vice versa. Yeah. yeah. Over to you, over to you, Lacey. All right. So um, mine, and I might, maybe this is going to be my tattoo because this applies to every <laughs> stage of my life so far, but my young self, my coaching self is just to let go and trust. So just mm. let go of this um, desire to serve or, or deliver value, you know, on a silver platter um, and just trust, either trust in the process of coaching, for example, or trust in myself that I can, I will, I will get there. I think the frantic need um, to either to blend at some point in my life or to, or to deliver so much value that people will will believe that I am, you know, I'm worthy or that I will believe I'm worthy. I, I think, um, gosh, if I could just, if I, if that could have been the tattoo I got at 21, I would be a better person now. Um, but let go, just let go and, and, and trust and everything will, will be okay. And I think that that I could probably squeeze that into every life lesson I've ever learned. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's Love wonderful. It. I've been uh, in the coaching concepts. I've been talking about it's not the it's not the grip, but the touch that is like most important right now. Like not holding on so tight, but just just touching on the things that are most important to you. So, yeah. thank you guys so much for that. Thank you for being a part of this podcast today. I can't tell you how fun it is to be and to be working mm -hmm. around friends, uh, incredible women, incredible mothers, um, and just you know, folks who really genuinely care about, about the world and, and about the people that they get to, to work with each and every day. So it's our guests today have been Dr. Norma Fiodotin, PhD, clinical psychologist, incredible person has been doing this for just a few years. Thank you. For <laughs> that uh, and Lacey Slatke, who's been a, a partner, uh, Navy, uh, also a Naval officer, a Naval Academy graduate, uh, executive performance coach. She works closely with us day in, day out here at the Institute as one of our content developers, and she just leads the way in so many incredible ways. So it's been an honor. Well, guys, thank you so much for being a part of the next level. Thanks for being here. And we look forward to, um, you know, continued conversations on how we can go out there and help others. Thank you. Thank you for Thank having you. us. I love you both. Love All you. Right. Thanks for having us. All right. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us on The Next Level. We hope that you found a couple of tips or insights today that you can take into your daily life. To learn more about our leadership training programs, our executive coaching programs, and the Team Performance Institute, please visit us at teamperformanceinstitute.com or email us at info 
at teamperformanceinstitute.com. Hope you have an awesome day.